Hi, I'm Judith Dreyer. Thank you for joining me for this podcast series, The Holistic Nature of Us. I invite you to journey with me into a better understanding of the concepts behind our holistic nature and how that ties us directly to the natural world around us. My intention is to be your guide for this half hour as we begin seeing our world with fresh eyes, gaining more understanding and learning how we can connect the dots in practical ways that we are nature and nature's in us. I feature a broad range of guests deeply concerned about the environmental issues of our time and more authors and educators, practitioners and others whose passion for this earth and for all species help us create sustainable bridges of understanding. These folks are innovators, action-oriented, creating solutions in a variety of ways that honor us and the planet's holistic nature. I am honored to share their stories, their projects, and their passions with all of you. And today, I'm delighted to introduce you to Sarah Banta. Sarah is a health coach and a busy mother of three who are now 12, 14, and 16 years old. She completed her undergraduate studies at Stanford University with a degree in economics and psychology in 1998. In 2016, she graduated from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and the Invincible Wellness System. Through her journey, she's had to solve many health issues within her family, including her son suffering from leukemia at the age of nine, her daughter having allergies, anemia, and asthma, her husband having heart issues, her other daughter having comprehension and learning issues in addition to headaches. This, of course, is on top of her own issues with fertility, hormones, adult acne, IBS, digestive issues, heavy metals, and more. She, too, has had to connect the dots and realize what was causing all of these issues and what the solutions were, which also, of course, involved the mind-body connection. So today I want to welcome Sarah Banta to The Holistic Nature of Us. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Judith. How are you? Good. Thank you for being here today. I'm delighted for our conversation. I am too. I'm excited for today. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's. why don't you start with telling us about yourself and how you entered the holistic field for health and wellness. Well, I could go on and on, but a quick summary would be that I was, you know, at Stanford University thinking that I was on top of the world, had my whole life planned out with what I was going to do, going into the finance um, industry, get married, have kids, everything's going to be perfect, right? (laughs) And along the the way, um, my health was just not great, and it was going downhill, and with every pregnancy, it, it got worse and worse just as uh, that depletes the body just naturally. And um, after my third child, I, I essentially hit rock bottom. I went to Western medicine doctors. They put tubes up me, down me, around me. And the only thing they could come up with is, oh, you've got IBS. You're on the verge of Crohn's disease maybe. And and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to settle for that diagnosis. There's something more going on. So I actually went to a natural practitioner who uses a couple different PEMF uh, devices, one being the SKIO, which scans your body for 10,000 items. And it can tell you where your minerals and vitamins are, where your hormones are where your brain's functioning, um, where all your organs, your liver, your gallbladder, 
um, even down to your appendix, how they are. It can even uh, test your emotion um, stability and, you know, trauma, um, those types of things. So when I went there, it was like peeling an onion. Um, get Let's get rid of the biggest issues first. And the practitioner always, you know, I always thought, oh, well, I probably have maybe some sort of depression. I never... I thought I was a happy person, but just bombarded by these negative things in my wor- world. And he, his point of view is we need to get your, your nutrition and your foundation strong before we get into the other stuff as far as your mental um, state. So with that, um, I cleaned up my diet, um, went and started taking natural supplements and went on my way and it was uh, like I said peeling an onion getting rid of the heavy metals getting rid of um, the other issues stabilizing the hormones and nothing was perfect initially and that was gosh that was 15 years ago so so much has happened in our world since then and in me personally so about seven years ago uh, my son was nine years old just didn't look well and I didn't think he had the cold or flu just just his color wasn't looking good so we had him tested and and leukemia came up on the scan and um of course it was the worst day of my life uh, um essentially was told if we don't do anything about this now we we will have a, a very big issue within a year so I started treating him naturally um with uh, one of my supplements called accelerated silver and then also cleaned up his diet. But at that time, I thought I was doing a great job as a mom feeding him good food. Um, didn't know didn't know any better. So after about a year of doing our protocol, we got him retested. And not only were the cancer cells gone, but his anemia that he had had and other nutritional deficiencies were all corrected. His energy was back. And now I'm looking at a 16 and a half year old boy who is on the crew team, which you back east should appreciate. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am. He was actually at the head of the Charles in the in the fall, and he's going to nationals um, in two weeks in Sarasota, Florida. So he does not get sick. He doesn't even get the common cold, and he's as strong as a, a horse. And and uh, all three of my kids don't get sick. They have not been to the regular doctor or, or on antibiotics in since since we started this journey and since introducing um, especially the accelerated silver, but also introducing a more clean whole food diet. And um, it's been it's been wonderful. Um, so that was that was my jumping off point when he was looking at me saying, Mom, I'm not worried. I know you're going to fix me. And when a nine year old looks at you like that, you're you get this overpowering feeling like, well, I, everything else stops. I'm going to this is my purpose in life. And if I see success in this, I'm going to help every person on Earth that, that I can. And that's why I'm trying to to do it through my business and um through coaching and and supplements and uh, what I realized as we've gone on, you know, then I I combated uh, my daughter's asthma and allergies and anemia. Like you mentioned, she was the kid that if someone got sick and it lasted three days, she would get it and it would last four weeks and then she'd be out 
of her sport for another two to three weeks and and I'd I'd um, watch over her when she'd sleep and wonder if she was going to take her next breath. It, so it was that was scary. You know, it wasn't the leukemia, but it was scary on a whole nother level. And um, you know, and and I truly believe that I was given five people in my family different um, health issues and forced to learn how to deal with all of them. So it's been a it's been a journey. And it's definitely taught me that, you know, we're here for the journey, for the lessons to learn. And as I've gotten healthier and built up my um, physical body, my brain is working, obviously, much better. The brain fog's gone. Um, clarity is there. And then you just are much more in tune with um, an enlightened experience and you're living at a higher frequency. And that's been very exciting and and seeing my kids do the same thing and then fast forward to the issues we have today with uh things like 5g and chemtrails and emfs that are surrounding us and those things that are are trying to knock us off our our foundation so that's where I'm at now, where I'm I'm really trying to um, combat that, focus on it, and find solutions. That's a very interesting journey because, again, what you're talking about illustrates the holistic process. You couldn't bring healing into your family, any one of your members, if you just did one of those pillars, so to speak, um, a pillar of wellness. So food is one of the pillars, but so is uh, medicine, uh, whatever, even if that's herbal medicine or conventional medicine. And then you're looking at, you know, um, the dynamics in the family, et cetera, uh, as, as well as your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being uh, along, along the way. And I love what you said about when we do um, a cleaner uh, diet and we really look at our lifestyle holistically, we seem to operate at a higher frequency. And quite truthfully, I don't understand why more of us don't want to achieve that, you know? Yes, I, I was listening to someone the other day and they were talking about how to find a spouse. And the first question they said is, well, do you have a growth, a growth mindset? And I thought, gosh, that's it. I mean, if you're, if you are with someone that does not have a growth mindset and does not want to achieve their, their best and highest self, why would you want to be with them? And I found that, um, on this journey, my kids, are they, they are definitely at a higher frequency than a lot of kids around them. Number one, they're not on any medication. They eat clean. Um, and with the rates of depression and diabetes and, and brain fog and ADHD and autism, all that, all of those things that kids are facing today, it is in stark contrast to what I'm experiencing in my house and not to say that they are anything better than any other child. It's just, I truly believe it comes from the food. It comes from the environment, the sense of community, the, the parenting, the exercise, the sleep, you know, all of these things that do play a part. And it isn't just one thing diet. You know, if you're in a stressful job, you could eat as clean as possible and you can still get cancer. Mm -hmm. So, 
it, like you say, it, it comes from all these different um, aspects, and it's it's a kind of like a pie where you can't just have one piece of the pie to to fix all your problems. I agree. I agree. It's interesting that you bring up children, and your son was younger when he had the diagnosis of leukemia. I think it's absolutely incredible that at, at the end of the year, his markers were all gone, and he was healed. Uh, and that took diligent effort on your part. As a mother, I know the drill. My younger son had some health issues that I finally figured out by the time he was three and a half. And it was like night and day when we started to tackle them. Um, but he didn't like being different either. You know, right. I had to bring some different foods into school, etc. And he never liked that. What was so interesting about the process is that the kids were more concerned for him and what um, he was eating than he was. You know. Yeah. No, it's it's. I I find the same thing. I think us adults are putting more. Um, stigma on that than the actual kids because I will have friends come over of the kids and they will ask for green drinks and they will ask for whatever my son or daughter had at lunch that day. They want that food Mm -hmm. and they don't want the fruit roll-ups and the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And um, my kids now, we've had to do a lot of coaching of You know, you don't bring attention to yourself when you're at the birthday party and you say no thank you. You just go do something else. Just go pretend you're busy playing and and you're not interested in it. Or, you know, don't make a big deal about it. You don't, um, you know, prophecy or or, um, tell everybody else they're going to get sick by eating the way they're eating or doing the wrong thing. You just do your thing. If they ask questions, then you can answer them. Um, but I, I have experienced the same thing as you where my the kids' friends are more concerned about them and want to make sure that they feel comfortable with what they're eating and, and what's available to them. Yeah, it's true. They did. I would have mothers come up to me. You know, my son, uh, Johnny, he, he wants to have something for your son. Uh, so he can come to the party, you know. Yes, and they were and they were very good that way. Yeah, and nowadays a lot of people have gluten intolerances and dairy issues and peanut allergies. So I think people are becoming a little more aware of it. Um, but it's 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 definitely something that you have to address, and it's in the food system that we have now. We definitely are a salmon swimming upstream trying to find healthy foods that are in in quality soils. That's another problem is that, you know, even the healthy foods are contaminated or, or not as fully um, nutritionally loaded like they used to be. And we have, to make, we have to make those um, considerations. That's true. And just one more point, getting back to children, um, because I think this is of benefit to my listeners. My kids are grown up, and they're both in business. I'm very proud of them, and they're both very health conscious. And when my younger son, who had all the issues, was in high school, by the time he was a senior, I remember him coming home one day and saying to me, Mom, Half the team, he was a soccer player, and half the team, they they had asthma, they had allergies, they were some of them were sick, they were on antibiotics, they were on their, their nasal sprays, etc. And he said, and I'm not. He goes, I, I, I think I'm healthier, you know. So yeah. they had to go through the experience of, of observation in their world in order to connect the dots for the things that you and I as mothers uh, knew to be true. 
Yeah, and and I agree. They, my friends or my kids are doing the exact same thing, as especially in their athletics and how much sick, how many practices people are missing because they're sick or they don't feel well. And it's very interesting. People, the coaches are noticing that my kids are the ones that are not missing practice. So I agree. Um, it, it, we're in a very interesting time right now where, uh, what is the, the, the statistic is um, 40, 40 million people are depressed. Uh, 10 million are acutely depressed. The, the percentage of adults who have a chronic debilitating disease is 50% and 20% of kids do. And that's not even including obesity. So you're talking about a, a really broken population with disease and metabolic disease, when it, or you talk about Alzheimer's and dementia and diabetes and, and depression and anxiety. I mean, the anxiety and depression rates and suicide rates in kids is just skyrocketing. And that goes back to a little bit of what we initially started talking about was the 5G and the EMFs. Um, I truly believe, yes, diet has a lot to do with the anxiety and depression. Um, but I do believe a lot of it is the EMFs, the cell phones, and and it really scares me as 5G is coming on board. Um, well, let's step back for one second. Why don't we... Uh, EMFs are electro electromagnetic frequencies, and 5G is the latest technology that all the big companies want us to get on board with with all our devices, which means we will have a lot more EMFs affecting us. That's correct, right? Yes, it's it's not even just a lot, but the the numbers are are just staggering. So. You have to think of your phone. Your cell phone today has one antenna. Um, the cell phones with 5G are going to have over 100. So that's each cell phone. But that's our cell phones are not, not even the problem. With a 5G, it's a shorter wavelength, which means that they are going to need towers every 500 feet. So by the end of this year, they're going to have 5G towers in 11 major cities in the country, and by 2020, it will be in every major city. Um, it's a great convenience. You can have your refrigerator um, tell you what you have in there. You can have start your microwave when you're at the at the market. You can do all these amazing things, but it's going to be a complete health disaster. Um, so, being around 5G is the equivalent to being in a microwave for over 17 minutes on full power, cooking your brain and your body. And it's it's just staggering. I mean, it is going to cause um, cancer and debilitating diseases, autoimmune diseases um, to skyrocket. And all the yeah, I've, I've read that, too, and I've heard some of the testimonials. I know there are very well-trained scientists that are uh, attempting to get in front of our Congress and our Senate to alert them to the dangers of this particular technology. But I, I sometimes I think we have to learn from the problems rather than prevention. Yes, and I heard in uh, Congress they the quote unquote said, we don't have time to listen to the studies. We need to be the first one there. So they're more concerned about being the first country to have 5G than to 
to actually study what the effects are going to be. And and these are going to be effects on the autonomic nervous system, the digestive system, the vagus nerve, the immune system, and affecting our mental state um, to such an, a degree that we can't even fathom at the moment. But like you're saying, do we need to see the repercussions before we actually do anything about it? It, it sounds like that's the direction we're going in. And that's the question we need to ask of every one of our congressmen and senators, anybody in the legislature. We need to put that question out to them because um, I have a medical background. I did some research for my master's on cottonseed oil, and I had to review some of the EPA studies for uh, pesticide, herbicide use in our country. And that's exactly the approach we took. We used it without yeah. any thought to the future. And then when we got to the future, we have to backpedal to correct all the ill health uh, and the serious problems that some of those pesticides caused. Yes. it's it's That's a huge issue as well. And it's scary to think that that's going to be much less of an issue compared to what we're facing because that is something that I'm very concerned about. With the pesticides, I'm very particular about eating all organic and where is my food coming from. And now to think that that's going to be second to all of this, um, the EMFs that we are going to be fighting is is just crazy. Uh, you almost feel helpless. I, I have come up with a couple solutions um, that that my family is using and we have it is working so far um but what you have to think about is as as i started out i talked about how the foundation of my body physically was more important was important to get into um line before thinking about my mental state and my mental um um, my brain fog and and my mental state. So with that, when you're now talking about um, the body and if in the mind body connection, if you're dumbed down from these EMFs and from the 5G, then that is going to cause issues with your brain, but then also going to cause those autoimmune diseases throughout the body as well with with a sup with iodine um that is something that i found is super important to the health of um everybody and if you think about the world population uh 52 million people have hyperthyroidism or hashimoto's now, you think, okay, well, why are we talking about the thyroid and the hyperthyroidism? Well, 95 to 98% of the people in the U.S. are low in iodine. Iodine is the number one predictor of depression. Um, it creates the chi in your body. It activates your mitochondria, which is your life force. Um, it activates the jing in your body, which is your deep primal force. And that's dependent on iodine and the shen, which is in your your brain function, um, is dependent on iodine as well. And as you are deficient of iodine, you are disconnecting the heart chakra to the to the thyroid 
to the from the fourth, fifth, and sixth chakra. Um, so as we are being dumbed down by 5G and EMFs, those particles they are damaging our body, and especially if we're deficient in iodine. When we are sufficient with iodine in our body, those things don't ho- take hold in the body. And if, does that make sense? Um, yes, it does, especially uh, if you have the research to back it up. You know, I think today we we're understanding that we're multidimensional. We're not just a physical body. So we have a mental, emotional, and spiritual makeup. And part of that, part of our energetic system, so to speak, is the chakra system so who wants to be disconnected we need our heart to be functioning we need uh, to use our th- our throat our voice uh, in a good way and we need to see things clearly which is what I how I represent the sixth chakra it's disturbing to me that the EMFs are um, disrupting that energetic system not to mention all the health things that you already went through uh, that it's also affecting. So tell us a little bit more about iodine and then give us your three tips. Okay, so the iodine that that I'm talking about is a monoatomic iodine that is radiation-free. You do have to be careful with some iodines out there that are diatomic. And what that means is that they are attached to another particle and your body has to break it apart. And it also can be full of radiation because a lot of supply where iodine comes from can be full of radiation from um, Fukushima or the other, any other nuclear explosion. So you do need to be careful with that. The acceleridine iodine that I'm talking about, which is monoatomic, is, is not only radiation-free, but it actually has an ability to um, dismantle the radiation in the body. So you are not, you're getting a, a protection from radiation as you're taking it as well. In the pineal gland, for instance, in your sixth chakra, where you are trying to connect to your higher self and um, it controls the flow of energy, that is where fluoride calcifies. So if you are deficient in iodine, fluorine, bromide, and chlorine are going to clog those receptor sites. So once you are sufficient in iodine, those toxins don't have any place to stay in the body. So with that, it's it's a big protector as far as um, through the whole body, not just the, the heart chakra, the fourth, fifth, and sixth chakra, but it is important for your adrenals and keeping the flow of energy going throughout your body. And then just a, another tip as far as protecting yourself from these EMFs and, and um, the 5G is I, I have come across a supplement called Nuke No More, which literally zeroes out all radiation in your body with one to two bottles, and then it will keep you at zero unless you are exposed to another big um, um uh, I'm sorry, a big radiation explosion or um, exposure. So Can those I, two things. I'd like to interrupt you here. Is that something that you'd recommend for people who are frequent flyers? Yes. I take it um, every 
Every time I fly, I take it. You probably don't even need to do that once you finish one to two bottles. But yes, for sure, because you are there is a statistic. Speaking of leukemia, the rate of leukemia for a pregnant woman in their first trimester from one commercial flight increases 16 fold. And when I heard that statistic, I, of course, am thinking back to when I was pregnant with my son. Was I flying? And the answer is yes. Now, is that the was that the cause? I don't know. But the, definitely, I mean, that's just showing you the power of and the damage of what commercial flights can do. So for sure. Okay. Sounds great. And do you have one more tip for us? Yes. My one other tip would be intermittent fasting. Um, this is something that I've incorporated where, you know, fasting is part of um, every religion and there's a reason. When you are intermittent fasting, you are putting your brain in a higher um, frequency. You're either in rest or digest mode or in a more of a heightened um, brain alertness. And with intermittent fasting, you're stabilizing your blood sugar, you're reducing chronic um, disease throughout the body, reducing inflammation, healing the gut, and there's so many benefits to it. And I go through, you know, if anyone's interested in learning more, there's a ton of information on my website about it, but it has changed my life. Um, It definitely is something that most of my clients incorporate and feel so much better doing. Could you tell us, could you give us an example how to put intermittent fasting into your weekly schedule? Sure. It's actually very simple. You essentially skip one meal. Um, I, I skip breakfast and coffee does not count, so I still can have coffee or tea in the morning. And then I end up having uh, two meals a day. And when your body is not eating food, like I said, it is working on autophagy, which means it's killing off the the bad cells in your body and cleaning up and and healing the gut. And the gut is where most disease stems from. So any autoimmune issues, any skin issues, any brain fog, depression, anxiety, all of those things are caused by um, leaky gut typically. And with leaky gut, that means essentially you've got holes in your intestines and the intestinal lining and um, things are getting into the bloodstream that aren't supposed to be in there and causing a huge autoimmune inflammatory response. So when you intermittent fast, you are giving your system a full full 16 plus hours to heal. It says to itself, okay, I don't have to worry about eating or digesting. No insulin is going to be released at this time. I'm going to work on cleaning everything up. And it's just a happy time for the body to just heal itself, anti-aging, and um, go in the right direction with your health. And then so I'll have a, a lunch and a dinner. Typically, it's low carb, um, high healthy fat, uh, moderate protein. And it, I want to, um, you know, make sure you understand that healthy fats are the avocados, coconut oils, olive oils, um, you know, fattier fish, that sort of thing. So it's not, it's not going to uh, McDonald's and having a hamburger without the bun. It's, you know, you're eating whole foods with your lots of green vegetables. And, um, you know, that's, that's typically what my diet looks like. 
But regardless of what your diet is, just by squeezing your feeding period into a period of six to eight hours or even down to two hours a day, um, you really are, are helping your body heal. Hmm. Yeah, I know that to be true. That's something my younger son has got me to think about. I don't do it as consistently as I'd like to, but I know it's on my radar to to be more consistent with an intermittent fast. Uh, I feel better. My stomach feels better, and I agree with you. Uh, well, uh, Sarah, we're coming down to the finish line here. Um, is there any other comment you want to make? Uh, give us your contact information before we close. Yes, if anyone has any questions for me, I'm here to help. As I started out, um, you know, I truly believe my purpose in life is to help others reach their optimum health. And my email address, you can reach me at Sarah, S-A-R-A, at AcceleratedHealthProducts.com, and that's A-C-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-E-D, HealthProducts.com. Um, and I've got a lot of information on my blog and a YouTube channel um, that goes through some of my philosophies and also some of the supplements and how they work and um, stories about my clients, testimonials, and my children. Oh, that's wonderful. I know she does have a lot of information out there, and it's really very helpful. So I encourage my listeners to check out her website, and she's also offering a promotional a gift to all of you uh, to put in Dryer 15, and you can get a 15% discount if you're interested in a couple of the products that she mentioned today. So I want to say thank you, Sarah. This has been thank wonderful. Thank you so much, Judith. It was, it was wonderful for me as well. Yeah, I, I think the discussion was rich, and you gave us lots to think about as well as some practical tips. So I want to thank you again. This is Judith Dreyer. I'm the author of At the Garden's Gate book and blog. My book is available through my website, which is www.judithdreyer.com, as well as several distribution arms, such as Amazon, Nook, Goodreads, and more. I'd like to remind all of you that a transcript is available for each podcast. Please like and share them. Let's support each other and get the word out. And remember, now is the time for practical action and profound inner change so we value our world again. Enjoy your day.